Fuckity fuck, fuckity fuck, fuck fuck fuck, fuckity fuck, fuckity fuck, lick my dick, you fucking fuck. Fuck, fuckity fuck, everybody. Hey everybody, it is uh, me. Yeah, boy. Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. I got Wean Dog on the chair uh, licking her dog bed. Sadie Dog is in the cage because that's where she needs to be. Looking over the cat trees. Uh, I saw a cow cat earlier, but he's not there now, and I don't see Larry either. So that means. <laughs> That means, God damn it, you know what that means. It means they are upstairs shitting. Sh shitting on my bed, everybody. They're shitting on my bed. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. <laughs> Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How are you doing, everybody? How are you doing? Are you doing good? Did you have a good day? Was it fun? Was it exciting? I hope it was. Why? Because today is Thursday, May 18th, 2020. Trace, hopefully good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever the fuck you do on a thirsty Thursday. Maybe you're getting hand-boned. I'm jealous. If you're getting hand-boned on a Thursday, fuck, that's the greatest of all time. Uh, but if you had a bad day, uh, have a beer. It's Thirsty Thursday. Have a beer. Go to bed. Wake up tomorrow. It's Friday. And you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't be mad. Uh, you can't, on a Friday. Sorry, I got distracted. Sorry, everybody. Uh, but if you're new to this podcast, uh, it's me, your host, uh, your boy, Stu McAllister. Uh little bit about myself. I was a comedian for a long time. I was a social worker for a longer time. And now I'm just making mistakes. Left and right. Oh, I do see Cowcat now. So he's done pissing on my bed. He's done shitting on my bed. He's back. He's back, baby. He's back. Uh, first, first uh, I would like to say, I would like to apologize to the Patreon subscribers all uh, two of you for not doing the Patreon last night. I had fully intended upon doing the Patreon, but uh, time got a hold of me and it, and it grabbed me by the nuts and it put me in a death vice grip and it wouldn't let me go. So I just, uh, I just did not have the time. I apologize. I'll tell you why I didn't have the time. In a second here. But today, today, uh, the, the podcast will probably just be rambling. Uh, it'll probably just be me spouting off in the mouth. What, what are you doing, Ween? Hi. Uh, because today, today was a 12 and a half hour day at work for me. It was a long fucking day. And I got home and I... I took care of the dogs. I took the dogs with me today at work. Uh, for, the, for the new people, if there are new people, I uh, work for the West Michigan Whitecaps, a single-A baseball team, and they uh, 
they own the distribution rights for Dimadot ice cream. And so that's what I do. I drive around the great state of Michigan delivering Dimadot ice cream to podunk towns, to gas stations who have managers who have small dick energy. <laughs> I love I love the fact that I got my boss talking about small dick energy. <laughs> and if you don't know what small dick energy is, it is someone who has a uh, very minimal amount of power, a minimal amount of authority, and they will do whatever they can to use that authority and make everybody else's life a living hell. And so it's always uh, gas station managers or uh, managers of small town grocery stores, people who are just, they're cocksuckers. They're, they're miserable, uh, angry motherfuckers. And they just want to fucking make their life miserable for everybody else. And an example today was there is a gas station in Pigeon, Pigeon, Michigan. The, the town is named after a fucking bird that's essentially a rat with wings. <laughs> fucking Christ. They, so yeah, it's a shithole town is what I'm trying to tell you. There's nothing there. But this manager is just a fucking twat, right? She is the worst. She has small dick energy. So that tells you right there too, everybody. Small dick energy is not necessarily referring just to men. Women can have small dick energy. And I bump into a lot of women with small dick energy. And this woman has small dick energy. <laughs> because we need to call the store in advance to see if they need product. And she needs to be the one to make the order. Now... I'm going to tell you this, everybody. People who work at gas stations aren't necessarily known for their cognitive abilities. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're, fact, they're just there collecting a paycheck, like most people, right? And uh, you got a call. And if she doesn't tell you she wants product, you're not supposed to show up. There's high hell to be paid if you just show up to look at the freezer, clean the freezer, whatever, organize it, make it look better. But she knows better. And I fucking hate that woman. I do. I hate her so much. So uh, I called. Thankfully, she did not answer the phone. And I talked to the clerk, and I was like, hey, I'm calling to see if you need dots. I'm doing what I was told. She's like, oh, well, let me talk to the bitch. She didn't say it. I, I, it was inferred. It literally was inferred. Because I, call, I called earlier because we're supposed to come after 8. And I called at like 7. And I talked to the clerk. And he said, uh, he said the manager wasn't there. And I said, oh, yeah, I know I'm supposed to call. Because she's pretty particular about things. And he just chuckled. And he was like, yup. And uh, I knew that he meant... Yeah, she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's got small dick energy. Uh, but, okay. So, uh, I fully planned on doing the Patreon yesterday. Fully planned. If you don't know what that is, it's a paywall. Five bucks a month. A lot more episodes of the podcast. Two freebies a week. Five paid ones a week. It's a pretty good deal. Five bucks. You get 25 a month for five bucks. What is that, like fucking a penny? That's a penny a podcast? You're making out like a bandit. I'm losing money doing podcasting. God damn it. But uh, 
it was a long day yesterday. Yesterday was a ten and a half hour day. But I got home early because, because listener Anna was like, hey, you want to go to a comedy show? And normally I would say, fuck that noise. <laughs> I just, I don't, there's something weird with me where when COVID hit and everything kind of went to shit and clubs shut down and I stopped getting on stage, I sort of lost the fever for the flavor of getting on stage and the fever for the flavor of comedy, which is weird because I invested so much of my life into comedy, both as just like an audience member and then as an actual person getting on stage. And now I'm just like, I'm very indifferent to all of it. It's weird. I don't watch specials on, on Netflix or Amazon or Hulu. I, don't, I could care less. Even guys that I know, even, even people that I like, I'm pretty indifferent to all of it. And I know I shouldn't be, but, but, but I am. But she's like, hey, you want to go to the show? And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, let's go to the show. We will go to the show. So I, I messaged her in advance. I was like, so what's, what's the deal? I messaged her on Tuesday. I was like, what's the deal for the show? And she's like, oh, yeah, we're meeting there. I'm like, yeah, I know we're meeting there. But uh, when? When is the show? Like, I was unaware of what time it was. And she's like, six. And I'm like, six? It's fucking, it's an early show. Is is fucking our only AARP, AARP, American Association of, I was going to say the R word, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, people? Uh, so I'm like, all right. So she's like, all right, we'll meet at 530. Okay, so I, I bust hump yesterday. I, I get home. And I take care of shit, and I meet her over there across the street. And uh, she's it was at Wealthy Theater in the in the grand city of Grand Rapids, Michigan, the wonderful city. And across the street from the Wealthy Theater is a place, uh, what was it called? The What is it? Cheetah Soup and Salad or something? I don't know. Something like Ch Cheetah Motherfuckers? Something. I'm like, all right, she's eating outside. I, I, I ate something real quick at the house. I'm sitting down. We're, we're just shooting shit, catching up on things, right? It's good. There was some, like, crack addict lady fucking walking up and down the street on Wealthy, which is weird because that section of Wealthy, at one point, when I first lived in Grand Rapids in the mid-'90s, it was a shithole. And I fully would have expected crack addict lady to fucking walk up and down. But now it's been, it's been gentrified. White people have moved in and uh, we, we've changed things. We got a weird soup and salad place. We got an ice cream store. We got a fucking uh, renovated theater, right? It, it's, it's very white. But here's this crack addict lady walking up and down the sidewalk. And she literally asked me and Anna three times if we had any money for her. And I want to be like, lady, you already asked us once. The answer's not changing. It's not like you fucking ask us three times and you're like, well, she wore us down. We're going to give her money that we didn't have the prior two times, but we're going to give it to her now. This is money that was fucking tucked away in my sock. Here, lady, you can have my, uh, this is money tucked away in my underpants. You can have my sweaty ball dollar. Fucking weirdo. But there's a line across the street. People are lined up to get in, and it's like 6 o'clock, and the line's not moving. It's 6.30, and the line's not moving. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? 
Uh, so it was pretty, it was weird. I, I couldn't actually even tell you exactly when the door was supposed to open. Because I was, in my brain, I'm like going, all right, is it the doors open at 6 and the show's at 7? Like, that made more sense to me, but whatever. But um, I think the show technically started around 7.30 by the time everything was done and said. And a lot of it had to do, I'm pretty sure, with the fact that, like, people were in there, they're lined up to get, like, snacks. <laughs> snacks! The Wealthy Theater, I like the Wealthy Theater, it's a little old old school theater it's a box i've performed there a bunch of times it's super nice i dig it sits like 400 people so it's not super huge but uh they they get they got a weird membership thing you got to be a member of the wealthy theater or whatever it is if you want to buy booze like something they get some weird law or whatever I, it's a pain in the ass but they, you know, they sell snacks popcorn candy shit like that so i was assuming there's waiting for people to get their snacks get them in and uh, while we're sitting, Anna uh, was a big fan of this comedian, right? And so she bought she bought gold level tickets. And I was like, "What does that mean?" And she's like, "Oh, it's uh, the first four rows. We are general admission, but you can sit wherever you want in the first four rows if you're gold member. Like we got a, a bracelet, made us fancy." I'm like, "All right." So we go, we sit in. And Anna did something that I fucking would never do, and I and I hate, and I told her as much. She sat in the very front row, right in the middle. R- right in the middle. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? So she sat there, and I went and I sat next to her. Nobody else was there. Nobody. Everybody was sitting in all the other rows. Nobody was sitting in the front row. And I eventually told her, I said, hey, I, I appreciate you buying tickets, but there's no way in fuck I'm sitting here. <laughs> As a comedian, comedians don't sit in the front row. Comedians sit in the back row. Comedians sit in the fucking dark, in the back, and uh, we just watch. We, we watch the comedian. We watch the crowd. We don't, we're not a part of the show. And if you're in the front row, whether you want to be a good portion of the time, you're a part of the show. Now, I had never seen this comedian before. I didn't know anything about him other than the fact he'd been on the television show Chelsea lately. So right there, that told me I was going to hate him. <laughs> but uh, so I was like, listen, I, I got to go sit in the back. So she's like, okay, that's cool, which I'm very grateful for. I'm grateful for the fact that she did not make me sit in the middle because uh, I didn't know if this guy was a crowd work guy or not. I, if I had to bet money before the show, I would have said, yeah, this guy's a crowd work guy. But he really wasn't. He did some, but not a whole lot. And uh, so I just, I went, I sat in the back. The one time I sat in a front row, as an audience member, this was before I even had been doing comedy myself. We were sitting there watching the show. I went with three of my buddies. I went with my buddy Chad and his two brothers. So it's four dudes. And we're all just sitting at the table. We're watching the show. We're being quiet. We're just having a good time. We're, we're not engaging. We're not saying anything. But the comedian who was on stage, who uh, I'd tell you his name if I could remember, but I honestly don't. Uh, so clearly he made a huge impression upon me. The only impression that he left upon me was that he started trying to do crowd work with us, the table. And um, he essentially, he uh, if I remember correctly, he called us fags. 
<laughs> and I, I will remind everybody, this uh, occurred in like the uh, late 90s. <laughs> so it was probably still okay to say that word. Not nowadays. Uh, you can't. I'm going to have to kill my dog, Sadie. I don't know if you can hear her or not, uh, but I'm going to fucking murder this dog one day. One day, there just won't be Sadie dog. I'll stop talking about her because she's bad. She's dumb as shit. So uh, I don't I don't ever sit in the front row. I Never, never, ever, never, never, ever. So I go, I sit in the back. And when I'm in the back, uh, I see this guy, Chris, that I know. Chris used to work at the Wealthy Theater. He was a sound guy, right? And I've seen him around. He's done a whole lot before. And his girlfriend's there, and she's kind of fucking ushering. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. Go up to hey, Chris, what's going on? We're sitting there talking. And then he, he tells me that he's now in charge of the theater. He's like the guy. I'm like, oh, fuck, really? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, god damn, dude, that's super sweet. Uh, I don't know what it means. <laughs> but he says he's super busy doing this, that, and whatever. And the Wealthy Theater is one of these places where um, they have music and comedians and film festivals and all sorts of shit. It's very cool. You can rent it out. Like, a lot of local guys will rent it out. They're like, oh, I'm doing a show at the Wealthy Theater. And I'm like, you know what? That ultimately uh, doesn't mean a goddamn fucking thing. Because anybody can rent the goddamn theater. The theater didn't contact you and they're like, Hey, man, we've heard that you've been crushing it on the local open mic scene. Would you like to come and perform at our fucking theater? We would love to have you tell fucking awful dick jokes. Well, yes, I would love to come and perform there. So I'm talking with them now. And he was talking about how they got a film festival in August and because and, I was telling him about the films that I had done. He's like, oh, yeah, you should fucking submit the film. So I was like, all right. So I told the, the director of the films that I had been. I was like, hey, man, they're going to be a film festival. So, hey, maybe maybe there will be a screening of the, the films that I was in on the, on the big screen. That would be super nice. That would be super nice. So uh, I'm sitting in the back. Literally, there's no one behind me. There's a wall behind me, and I love it. That's my favorite because I can just sit, and I don't have to worry about anybody behind me, and I can just watch the show, and I can watch the crowd, and it's the best for me. And uh, the guy, the guy uh, I, I didn't know who was going to open for this guy. His son came out. And apparently the two of them do a podcast together. I did not know they did a podcast together, but apparently it's pretty popular. Again, I don't know anything about it. And so he comes out and he tells some stories and, and uh, stories and um, he's doing his thing. And I'm going to tell you this. And I think the, the kid, and when I say kid, he's not a kid. He's 26. He's young. He's not a kid. He's just fucking young. He himself would acknowledge the fact that he's not a comedian. Like, he's still really new, and he's working on his chops and whatever, because I'm, I'm listening to the story, and I'm like going, you don't really have any punchlines to your story, man. you got to punch this shit up. You, you're just telling things, and people are laughing because they're being nice, and I think it's because they know you from the podcast. I'm like, oh, fucking... Mark, or whatever his name was, I don't even remember. Oh, Mark, you fucking, you, you're funny because I've heard you on the podcast. I love you on the podcast, and I feel like I need to be supportive. So, yeah, he's doing his thing, whatever. They bring up another guy from Chicago. He comes out, and he was he was fine. He was fine. He, he, he ended on, like, some weird 
professional wrestling abortion joke, and it made it did make me chuckle. It made me chuckle in the fact that it was incredibly inappropriate, but that was probably like the biggest thing that I laughed at uh, so far. And then they bring out the headliner guy, and, and I remind everybody I'd never seen him before, and they made this big deal about they didn't want anyone recording the show, taking pictures of the show. And uh, they said it was because you know this this is like how I make a living. So I, I'm up sta- on stage, I'm doing my thing. And he's like, I don't really sell CDs or DVDs anymore. And uh, so th- so if you take shit of mine and you post it on YouTube or wherever, then like you're taking money from me because you know th- I'm trying to profit off of my stuff. And I 100% agree with that. Right? Nobody should be recording you without your permission right if you whether you're a band or a comedian or whoever right no one should be recording you because this is your shit and i remember one time i was doing a show just like an open mic show and there was some guy who was recording us and i was like why the, i don't like who the fuck is this guy i don't like the fact that this guy is recording me i don't know who he is or what he's gonna do or anything so i went up and i told him like hey man you cannot record this shit unless people tell you that you that it's okay he's like oh i'm just trying to promote people i'm like fuck you and fuck your mom if i need promotion it's not gonna be from fucking you you motherfucker and i never saw that guy again (laughs) but uh, uh this is also what i'm gonna say about him not wanting anyone to record he told a lot of goddamn street jokes. Uh, like the very first thing he came out, I'm going to tell you this. As someone who's seen a lot of comedy, there's a lot of shit that I roll my eyes about. And he came out and he did a joke about how he and his son, they showed up and they're like, in your ta- we were in your town. It's like such a great town, but holy fuck, you drive one block the wrong way. Oh my fucking God. And, and, it killed the crowd. Everybody loved it. But I'm going to tell you, everybody, it's a hacky joke. Uh, it's a street joke. Wherever he's performing, if he's in fucking Detroit tonight, he's in Chicago tonight, he's in Dayton tonight, Toledo tonight, he is starting the show with the exact same fucking joke. And I goddamn know it. Because it was. it's very fucking generic. It's a generic fucking joke. He didn't say any names. He didn't say any streets. He didn't say fucking uh, areas of the community, nothing like that. He just, it was just very like, oh, good area. Oh, fuck, bad area. I'm like, ah, oh, God, okay, whatever. You're, you're fucking, you're, you're cracking the ice. You're getting shit going, right? Um, and then he just, he told a bunch of other jokes that were just like, this isn't, this isn't really your joke, man. This is really just kind of like an internet joke, a street joke, whatever you want to fucking call it. But um, people are loving it. People are eating it up. He's very, he was very much a storyteller. Story. Um, it kind of physical, not super physical. I thought he was going to be way more physical. Um, and then the, at the end of his show, he, he brings out his son. And I'm like going, all right, what the fuck is this? And they do like a Q&A, which I don't understand. I've seen a couple comedians do Q&As. And I find it really fucking weird. Because there's this weird assumption that the crowd, like, gives a fuck. <laughs> the crowd has questions to fucking give you. And um, 
again, I didn't really know this guy, but there were a shit ton of people there who are big fans of his podcast, and so they were talking about shit you would only know if you listen to the podcast. So I'm I'm the fucking weirdo. I'm the weirdo because I don't know what the fuck's going on. But then all of a sudden they had a guitar and they start fucking playing a song and sing uh, and fucking singing along and everything else. And I'm like going, well, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I have no time for this. And the show seemed to have dragged on a little long. And I had to be up at five o'clock this morning for a long ass day. And so uh, that's another reason why I like sitting in the back. Cause I can just duck out and no one's going to fucking know. No one will care. And I'm going to tell you this, everybody. I sat down uh, next to a kid. Uh, this young kid had to have been in his mid to late 20s, would have been my guess. And he could not have been having any more fun in his life. He was enjoying the fuck out of things. And you know what? Ultimately, that's the only thing that matters, right? That people go to the show and they enjoyed the show. I will tell you... Uh, more often than not, I'm not going to enjoy the show. <laughs> Unless it's something like that I specifically, I reach out. I'm the one who's looking for shit. But I, I'll even tell you, the last time, uh, one of my favorite comedians of all time is Bill Burr. And the last time I saw Bill Burr, I was uh, I was disappointed by it. I'm not going to lie. I, I was like, oh, God, Bill, what the fuck? Um, but... I think what it is is because I'm I'm just so involved and invested in comedy. I look at it from a very critical eye. And at times that will prevent me from uh, enjoying it like the rest of the crowd. But I'm going to assume anybody who's involved in the entertainment business, whether you're in a band or maybe you're a singer or maybe like you're a magician. Like uh, I know John Midgley. Uh, of Magic JBM on Facebook. Go like that Facebook page, Magic JBM. He's a magician. Maybe he doesn't feel the same way I do, but I imagine if you're a magician and you go to a magic show, you're looking at it from a very different perspective of like, okay, how did he do this trick? How did he present it? Uh, what does he say? What does he do? The timing, all sorts of stuff. You're, you're a little more analytical. You're a little more critical. And so maybe you're not enjoying it as much as uh, the rest of the crowd is. Cause I, I remember the the school that I went to for undergrad, D three, D three, Fredonia, big, big, big music school. Uh, a lot of the people who went there were either uh, performers or music education, and so good lot a good portion of the people that I was friends with were these. Musicians, and so I would go to like concerts with them, and God fucking damn, they were so critical of some shit. I'm just like, I don't know shit about shit when it comes to music, other than I enjoy it. I don't enjoy it, you know. But they were like, Oh God, he he missed the beat, he missed the note, or whatever. I'm like, he did? I don't fucking know. So I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to fucking make it so that I can just enjoy shit, but I can't. I think that's my lot in life. My lot in life is to not enjoy a fucking thing. <laughs> All right, this is going to be your greatest curse. You will never enjoy anything in your life. There will be no joy in Mudville. Damn it! <laughs> so, uh, so that's why I didn't do the podcast yesterday. I didn't do the Patreon yesterday. It was pretty funny. So. Uh, see the crack lady, comedy show, whatever.
Uh, so today, uh, today I got an email. I don't get a whole lot of emails from people, but I got an email from from a listener, and I'm going to assume. <laughs> I'm going to assume that this was a uh, a, a, fa- a fan letter of like appreciation. I'm going to assume this. I'm going to read it to you. This was from a listener, Jason. There's a lot of listener Jasons. There was the old uh, co-host Jason. There's the Jason who does clips of the day. I don't know if you guys see those or not. He takes little clips from the the previous day podcast and he sends them to me to post. Uh, I really love the one that he posts. He sent me today. Today, on the 18th, where I was having a conversation with myself, where I was two people having a conversation talking about a a nemesis. And uh, I'm not going to lie, it made me laugh (laughs) because I'm stupid. But uh, go check it out on the Facebook page or the Twitter page. Say, where are you going? Please stop walking around. You get me nervous. I let you out eight times, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to take a shit or piss in here. But I'm going to read you this letter I got from uh, Emailer Jason. Uh, here we go. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Here we. You tell me if this is a fan letter or if this is like if he's fucking with me or what. Hi, Stu. <laughs> Hi, Stu. I've been meaning to email you for some time, but I'm lazy and don't like to communicate very much. I. <laughs> yep. This, this sounds like one of my listeners. <laughs> lazy and they don't like to communicate. All right. I also listen when I'm driving. Unfortunately, I forget what I wanted to comment on by the time I get home and hit the bottle. <laughs> yeah, all right, hit the bottle. All right, I got dr- lazy, dr- fucking silent drunks. <laughs> I mostly wanted to encourage you to stay at the post office. Too late! <laughs> Too late. The stories would be endless. What doesn't the government fuck up? I don't know, man. They they fuck, well, They were fucking up the, gov- the, the post office, that's true. Obviously, I'm weeks late on the subject. However, the little advice I was going to give you still carries. Guys like us just need to be miserable on the inside and just do what needs to be done. I'm like, oh, God. As I was reading that, I'm like, oh, fuck. What a fatalistic way to look at life. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying it's fucking, it's miserable. Again, I guess I'm cursed with the, like, you will never find joy in your life. And this guy's emailing me about it. Hopefully find a hobby to enjoy when we aren't working. We are the worker bees of society. Only the chosen men, most women, and children are meant to enjoy life. Oh, God. This concept is greatly amplified and a little easier to see and understand if you are married with children. The husband-father is primarily just there to make the mother's life easier and sacrifice for her children with no recognition, mostly just complaints. Oh, God. Fucking, this, is that marriage? Is this guy nailing marriage? Our only compensation is a little pussy once in a while. <laughs> the chosen men get free pussy all the time. Well, clearly I'm not a chosen man because I'm not getting free pussy all the time. God damn it. Uh, I'm divorced. You dodged, you dodged a bullet. But we are both just working and doing our part to add to society. Uh, and then he sends me some links. Uh, breadstick Ricky and the boss. I have not clicked, clicked these links yet. Uh, but they're examples to show how we're supposed to cope with life while we're waiting to die. I'm like, God damn, dude. Dude, do you need to see a psychiatrist? I'm curious. Are you all right? 
Uh, I've only known you for a little over a year. I wish I was able to have seen you in action on the stage, radio, and TV. I don't know why you didn't take off. Your talent is off the charts. Probably the smartest man I've ever spoken to. I'm sorry, but please just accept your place in life now as a worker bee. It gets easier, but there all but there will always be tears. God, this guy's making me suicidal. <laughs> You're certainly the greatest celebrity I've ever met. I've I've met Bozo the Clown. <laughs> when the show was filmed at WZZM for Saturday mornings, Brad Williams and uh eric zane <laughs> maybe he's somebody else i've forgotten about you are by far the best of them now this is what i'm thinking this guy is crazy i'm the best i'm better than bozo the clown and brad williams the midget uh, can i say midget i can't little person fuck i'm so crazy about you i would stalk you unfortunately i'll leave my mom's basement for work okay now this is where he's fucking with me plus the way you describe your neighborhood scares me away i will stay in Whitey McWhiteville, because I feel so much safer here. We don't have abandoned car washes and whatever else you have in my neighborhood. I do have an, an abandoned car wash in my neighborhood. God. Were you eastbound on I-96 in Howell yesterday, uh, Wednesday, about 1.30? I was not. I was in the thumb. Uh, that was probably Eric, who drives like a lunatic. Eric, the young fuck, he drives like a lunatic. People have legitimately called Dippin' Dots to complain about his driving. It's crazy. Uh, I wish I could think of a couple topics I also wanted to comment on. Oh, well, I need to wipe my ass and make dinner. Please wash your hands in between wiping your ass and making dinner. Uh, please stop taking so many days off. Your po podcast is the only thing I have to look forward to. Best regards, Jason. Now, Jason, uh, I, I'm assuming you're going to listen to this. Thank you for the, uh, the email. Uh, please seek psychiatric help. Um, medication might be in your future. <laughs> I, I will watch these links later. I do, I do appreciate it. Thank you for writing. It was, I found it to be very funny. Uh, again, I feel clearly there's a lot of sarcasm involved. <laughs> but I do, I do appreciate it. So, uh, speaking of Eric Zane, he mentioned Eric Zane. I, uh, I won tickets to the uh, West Michigan Ironmen. Uh, they, they have their championship, championship of the world uh, indoor football game on Saturday. Saturday. So uh, I won five tickets. I actually somehow miraculously found four people. I get stressed when I have like extra tickets and things of that nature because I'm like going, Fuck. I it, it makes me realize I don't have friends. <laughs> I don't have friends. I was like, fuck. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> so um but I but but I found people to go. A listener Chad and his uh, little boy uh, Liam are going to come as well. And uh, I found I found another guy who's willing to take the, the other two tickets. So it's good, but uh, if you guys are gonna go, it'll be a good game. It's, it's in Muskegon, at the um, I think it's called the Mercy Health Arena, Elsie Walk Arena, whatever the hell it is. It's the only arena in Muskegon. Uh, games at seven. I can only imagine the tickets will be cheap. So if you guys want to come out, come on out. I'll, I'll see you guys there. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It, again, it's the championship game. I'm going to assume they're going to win. 
uh, they, they're blowing out everybody. I don't think they've lost a game this year, so they, they, they will fucking win. It'll be fun. Come on out. Have a good time. Uh, buy me a beer or whatever, and uh, and there we go. So, um, all right, everybody, that's it. I know this was shorter. I apologize. Um, it was a long day for me, and I got to get up at 5 again tomorrow. I got to go up to goddamn uh, Pent, Pentwater? P- Petoskey. I got to go to Petoskey. I forget all these dumb summer town, pee town names. I got to go to fucking Petoskey tomorrow so i gotta get up bright and early so uh so there we go so uh if you guys can do me a solid on a couple things if you can uh like the facebook page like the twitter page that's how you'll see clips of the day uh listener jason the other listener jason uh he sends me clips of the day he listens to the podcast and he's like oh i like this clip and and there we go so you can find those on twitter and facebook uh, if you can check out my t public store check out my macari store if you want that'd be sweet buy some uh shit from me Macari it's mostly sports shit I sold a uh, I sold a Randy Moss bobblehead that I had so how about that and once in a while you get lucky and you sell some shit uh, if you can't find the links to either of those places let me know and I will uh, I will uh, send you the links if you could rate review subscribe this freebie I'm assuming if you're listening to this this podcast if you listen to it more than once I, I'm going to make an assumption that you like it. If you could do the whole rate, review, subscribe, that'd be great. Apparently, it helps the analytics, whatever. Um, if you don't do any of those things, fine. I, I totally get it. Trust me, everybody. I don't really, I think I've subscribed to stuff. I don't know if I've ever rated anything. So, whatever. I totally get it. And then if you could do uh, six things for me. I already talked about Magic JBM. That's my boy, John Midgley. He's on Facebook. He's a social worker. He still continues to do the social working. Uh, and he's a magician. And he uh, is a very good magician. I've, I've seen some of the shit that he does. I like it a whole lot. So uh, you like magic. Who doesn't like magic? If you, if you don't like magic, I'm going to assume you're a psychopath of some kind. And uh, your, your lot in life is to fucking just be miserable. <laughs> um, but if, if you could uh, go like his page, Magic JBM, that'd be sweet. If you could go check out uh, the Sunday Slaw, that's Adam and Seventy House. They're married to each other. They're married. They're not divorced. Adam, are you fucking sacrificing your life for your wife and the kids? You are? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but if you can go like their page, they eat a lot of coleslaw. They tell you about the coleslaw. It, it's a good time. So go check them out on Facebook, the Sunday Slaw. Uh, go check out Extra Levels Gaming. That is a video game store in Holt, Michigan. And I know probably none of you live near Holt, Michigan. And that's fine. But they got a website too. It's extralevelsgaming.com. You can go there and you can go check out all the video games that they have for sale. Go buy some video games from them. You know, it's, instead of GameStop or any of these other chains, Best Buy, whatever, go buy it from Extra Levels Gaming. These people in Holt, Michigan. And uh, there you go. So hit, hit the like button on Facebook too. And then check out West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. That's my boy, Chad. He set up this thing. And uh, it's for people to post pictures of their cards, uh, to trade cards, to sell cards, buy cards, whatever. So if you are into sports, sports, 
and uh, you want to buy sport cards or sports memorabilia, go check it out. You don't have to live in West Michigan to uh, appreciate it. I think we just named it that because Chad lives in West Michigan. I live in West Michigan. So, uh, But there you go. So go check it out. That is a group and not a page. So you got to uh, request to be invited to get in. But we, I don't think we've fucking said no to anybody. So go check it out. West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. Head over to the Instagram. Check out Bear Boards and Tables. That's my boy, uh, Mark. He makes a lot of things out of wood. So he's got a little store on Macari where he sells the stuff. He makes keychains, uh, cutting boards, knickknacks, all sorts of cool things. He made me a, uh, a, sh a shelving unit for some of my sports cards. It's super sweet. I got it hanging up on my wall. I really like it a whole lot. So if you go to Instagram and check out Bear Boards and Tables, that's Bear Like a Grizzly, Bear Boards and Tables, you'll see the link to his Macari store. Go buy something from Mark. And last but certainly not least, my main man, Matt Harper. He's on TikTok and Instagram uh, as Matt Harper Art. And he's got a store on Etsy for his art stuff. It's a Barefoot Gnome on Etsy. And he makes uh, gnomes out of clay, and he doodles, and he draws, and he's got all sorts of cool shit for sale. So go check him out on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome, and check out his... Uh, uh, pages on Instagram and TikTok at Matt Harper Art. He likes to send me TikToks. He'll he'll tweet or not tweet. He'll text me TikToks, and I look at it and I'm always like, no, no. Again, another thing that I find no joy in. No. <laughs> he always wants me to join. He's like, you'd be very successful on TikTok. And then I go, I have to, I got to tell him like, listen, Matt, Montana has banned TikTok. If Montana's banning TikTok, I'm not getting on it. <laughs> but uh, but you can go check him out. TikTok and Instagram, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. So that's it, everybody. I am done. Thank you for listening. Uh, I will be back tomorrow for Patreon. Or I will uh, be back on Monday for a freebie. Uh, but maybe I'll see some of you guys out at the uh, the West Michigan Ironman game in Muskegon on Saturday. Please, please come out. And if you do come out, say, hey. Oh, that's the thing, too. At the comedy show last night, when Anna and I were sitting down, um, this lady who was in the row in front of us, she turns around and she looks at me and she goes, you look really familiar. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I get that a lot. I used to get it a lot more when I was actively... Uh, uh, doing comedy here in Grand Rapids. You know, I was on stage all the time and doing radio and TV and whatever. You know, uh, I always had, I would tell people I got a weird level of fame. I, I would tell them I'm like weekend weatherman famous, right? Like people kind of know who I am, but not really. And so when people say, you look really familiar, I really, I, I don't know what to say to them. I'm like, okay, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. But and and then and then she said the same thing to Anna too. She's like, "Oh, you look familiar," and I'm like, "You just fucking know everybody, don't you, lady?" But apparently, uh, Anna struck up a conversation after I fled the scene to go sit in the back, <laughs> and apparently, this lady thought that um, where was it? I gotta look real quick. Uh, she said she asked if I was in the movie America's Most Haunted. I was like, no. And she's like, that's where the girl thought I was from. 
I'm like, America's Most Haunted? I've never fucking even heard of it. Apparently, it's a movie of some kind. But, uh, weird. So, uh, that's it, everybody. I'm done. You guys are great. Uh, please go subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Just five bucks a month. Go search out Elemental Podcast. You'll find it. That's it. We'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow for the Patreon or Monday for the freebie. We'll see you. Have a good one. Okay, bye.